Hello, everybody. It's a beautiful day here in New York, and you are listening to The Thread, which is daily, and that's what we call The Daily Thread. How are you over there? Yeah, good, good. How, you doing? How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend, my boy? Uh, happy Tuesday. Good. It's Tuesday, the uh, 28th of Adar. What do we have? Tomorrow is uh, two weeks to Erev Pesach, actually. You're trying to make people nervous? You're trying to give people anxiety? No, no. I, I tell you the truth. There's a lot to discuss uh, that pertains to the advent uh, of Chodesh Nisan, which starts on, on Thursday, and uh, how it impacts on our uh, daily lives. But um, Isn't well, it Wednesday? It's Wednesday, right? Uh, no, Rosh uh, Chodesh is Thursday. And the first day of Yon- the first day of Yontif is Thursday. So Erev Yontif is Wednesday night. The first Seder is Wednesday night. Okay. okay. I'll take your word for it. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Okay. So, uh, I mean, we could get into that, but uh, tell me what you have on your mind. Because uh, well, you haven't briefed me about anything, as usual, so I don't know what you're thinking we- about. <laughs> we, like keeping you, we like keeping you in the dark. I don't as mind. Usual. I don't mind. I don't mind. Go ahead. Well... Um, first want to say that today is your mother's yard site. Yes, t- uh, <laughs> today is my mother's sixth, the sixth yard site, uh, six years. Um, I, and it's very difficult to fathom, you know, whether it's a, a long time, it's a brief amount of time. It's very hard to, uh, to, to reconcile, but, um, I did, uh, I did, uh, elucidate on the subject at length <laughs> in this week's paper, which will be out Thursday morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Plug. That's right. That's where I have an opportunity to, uh, you know, to work out my my thoughts on uh, on a number of issues. So here uh, as well. Well, I remember. I remember it was six years ago. And it was Matzei Shabbos. It was the Ufruf of Nissen, who's in the studio over there. Right. His Ufruf was that Shabbos, and. Um, okay, I mean, Bubby so, wasn't healthy. She she did have congestive heart failure. Yeah. Well, you know what? She was home. She was home. She went to the hospital that that much of Shabbos, the night after uh, Nissen uh, Nissen's Afruf, and a few days before Nissen and and Shana's wedding, uh, and you know people that don't know us uh, who are listening to this, you know, all over the world, and different places that don't uh, you know read online or in the newspaper when I uh, when I cover the topic uh, uh, usually uh, from time to time or at least on a once a year at least around the time uh, of the earth site um, I mean I could probably talk for hours about what it's like to uh, to have a Levaya the day after your son's off roof and then uh, then you know sit Shiva Sunday Monday uh, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday when I you went know, in. and and then uh, my my two brothers and my sister went to Eretz Yisrael uh, for the Kavura in in Beit Shemesh. My mother is uh, buried next to my father in, in uh, Eretz Achayim, and I stayed back. Uh, after all, I was sitting shiva and a bal simcha at the same time. So uh, they came back on Tuesday, of course, and couldn't attend the wedding. They were sitting shiva, but uh, at around 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday, the wedding was Wednesday night, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I, I locked the door uh, to the house so nobody else could come in. I went upstairs. I uh, took a shower, took a shave, put on a suit, clean white shirt, new tie, shoes, and I went to bring my son to, to, the, to the chuppah and, and danced, uh, danced the night away. And then after we came home around 1 a.m. Uh, next morning, I uh, put on my torn shirt again. <laughs> and sat down. Yeah. I, I actually I have a video on my phone of, and I wonder if I could find it, but I have a video on my phone 
of during that time that I was in the kitchen where every, all the women were putting on makeup for the wedding. <laughs> and then I walked into yeah, the living room yeah. where you had people being Menachem Ovel right. while, where, where you were sitting Shiva. And um, there were two things, that was there were two definitely... Things, two things really going on, you know. And the funny thing was that people that came to be Menachem Ovel in those first few days before the wedding, uh, they'd come into the house. Let's say they were neighbors. Let's say they weren't people that were you know, necessarily uh, coming to the wedding or invited to the wedding or something like that. And people would come, be Benachem Ovel, and, and they would say, Hamakam Benachem Eschem, and they would say, Mazel Tov. And then when I went to the wedding on Wednesday evening, people came over to the Hassan's tish where the contracts, where the marriage contracts are signed. And at the wedding, they would say to me, Hamakam Benachem Eschem, and also Mazel Tov. So I heard it, uh, you know, coming and going. So... What's it like to to get married uh, when then the week that you're, uh, that you're a few days after your your grandmother? You know fairly well, I would say. It was it was very confusing. <laughs> well, it was again, confusing. Like, what? it was confusing. I don't confusing. know. It was like waking it's up a, that Sunday it's morning. A, it's, and you, it's conflicting emotions. No, you like woke me up that Sunday morning and told me, and I was like, now what? <laughs> well, now what? Yeah. The, no, the, the show must go on. The mail must go through. At that moment, I didn't know that, but I was like, well, you, okay. thought, you thought your wedding's going to be canceled? I didn't know. I don't know what, what the no, thing. You know, the kicker to the whole thing, uh, by the way, for those that are not aware, is that uh, the oh. wedding went through. It was a beautiful wedding, Baruch Hashem. I have to tell you that around 12.40 a.m., I was sitting around waiting for people to change back into their regular clothes so we could drive home. And it occurred to me, I said, geez, 12.40 a.m. I said, I didn't have a Myrov. I didn't have a Myrov yet. That. I didn't have a Myrov. We grabbed, we grabbed guys out that. of the kitchen. I, I remember having Myrov. We found two dishwashers that happened to I be- I remember that. Uh, they pulled me guys. aside. And they and, pulled me aside. Like, we got to have a Myrov. I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> and, we, and we put a minion together. And then, and then as you know, we had uh, Shabbat Brachas, that Shabbos. And then that much of Shabbos, yeah. uh, Ima's uh, father passed away. Uh, so yeah. well, they say that you and Ima always did things together. Yeah. Uh, so it, it only made sense that your your Avelis would be observed in the same year. But I do remember that Matzay Shevabrachas. We got news that Zaydi Nudel, uh, who who wasn't well, he was sort of in a. Um, I don't want to say vegetative state. No coma. He bit. was he was unconscious. He was unconscious. He was on a on a vent. Uh, you know, and it was a prolonged type of situation. But the uh, the additional odd thing that's frozen in my mind is that uh, you know, if you if you get chairs and uh, and, and and things from a table from from the Saskim uh, on a Sunday, they have on their schedule to come the next Sunday and pick it up. So they come to the house yeah. on next Sunday. To, <coughs> they come to, to the house on next Sunday, and uh, uh, and. Uh, and we tell them where, where where do you think you're going with that? You got to leave the stuff here for another week. So uh, the guy was a little bit uh, taken aback when we told him not so fast on the chairs and the tables. I also saw. I also happened to see that um, he was a little bit shocked and like impressed at the amount of money that was in that pushka because he came, um, you know, after a week of like. He came after I think the second week, and we just said, "Oh, just leave everything." No, I, and everything. Yeah, was just- I think that I think I think when he came on, I think somebody else came on Sunday to bring something additional. I'm not sure what. I remember Matishavis after the Shevrachas, you asking me to call. You asked Masaskin? me to call Masaskin and say, yeah. "Hey, we need it for another week," and they were like, "Why? 
Why? I was like, <laughs> why? We like the chair so yeah, much. Yeah, like, yeah, real comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> we like sitting so low to the ground. We want to keep, we want to try it for another week. <laughs> but when the guy, when the new guy came on Sunday to bring some other stuff for, for Ema Shiva. He never came into a house for the first time to bring stuff, and the pushkas were all full. How'd they get full? Yeah. Yeah, well, again, like, it was, this is probably one of the, you know, this, I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but it's pretty rare to lose two grandparents or for you it's a parent and an in-law within the span of a seven days sandwiched in between by a wedding yeah I, so you I, had i remember i highly, I highly, recommend, I highly recommend a wedding in the middle of shiva it's a it's a good break if you have to sit shiva and you shouldn't have to you know have to experience that but if you have to sit shiva which unfortunately is inevitable if you could manage yeah. to squeeze in a wedding it's not so bad it's a nice break yeah well, the neshama of Sarreza Bas, Bas Aaron, Aaron should have an aliyah. Amen. Uh, she continues soaring high. Bubby was known for her her candidness and her her ability to not mince any words and to be super honest. Right. And I think that <laughs> I think I think that you carry the same trait where you just don't you don't mince words. Well, I'll leave that up to you to to judge. It's very hard to. Uh, be your uh, to appraise and uh, analyze uh, yourself. So uh, I'll leave that to well, you let's, guys. Let's see if you can mince any words on this next story. So we touched upon it briefly yesterday, um, and I want to spend a little more time on it. I was looking to book a car wash. Oh, car washes, yeah. What happened? I, and it wasn't, it wasn't even, I didn't go to a non-Jewish place. I went to one of these Jewish places $70 for a car wash? Where'd you go? You went, Are you, you, went, you went here or uh, up there? Where'd you go? I, I went I, I went online to one of these Jewish car wash people that What's have a, their pop-up businesses. Oh, it's a pop-up business. Uh-huh. Where? where? They, only go, uh-huh. they only go into business like this time of year. They do Pesach cleaning. If you have a if you have a, a Odyssey or an SUV, an $80 car wash... Yeah, are you out of your what, mind? What are, what are, Eighty dollars. What does a regular car wash cost today? I mean, they give, when you pull into a car wash, they give you a whole menu. You know, used to be. Well, I went. I went to get a car wash the, the, a few weeks ago in the Five Towns by the Shell gas station. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the car wash twenty. Mit the 20 mit bucks? the waxing. No, nah, mit the shampoo, mit the wax, mit the everything. Yeah. It cost me, I think, twenty seven or thirty dollars. Mm, that's also. And nice, they huh? did the inside. They did the inside, they did the outside, $70, $80 for a car wash. I guess you could say they're coming to you, right? Like they're coming to your house. So I understand maybe 50 bucks, six, 50, 55, 70 and $80. That seems like, that seems to me like you know that you need to get your car wash. So like you have no Brera. Well, let me tell you what I plan on maybe doing this year. And this might come back to bite me because I don't know if any of these car wash people are going to want to wash my car. But I might just wash my own car. Well, listen, uh, first of all, the, 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 the young yeshiva guys, I think, uh, are the people that go into it and they clean a lot of cars and they, they want to put a couple yeah. they want to put a couple of thousand bucks in their pocket. Uh, they work day and night for, uh, what is it, I admire uh, 10 it. days? I admire I admire the hustle. What I think, uh, it's, I think it's. Well, we talked about uh, New York State Assemblyman Simcha Eichenstein. I, I don't think he was warning about that. He was warning about no professional car washes that operate twelve months a year, and like you said, you know, if you go, if you get a uh, whatever the, I, I don't even know if hot wax is real. I think it's just a way to charge more money. I mean, what do you have to wash the 
the underside of your car for. Uh, but uh, let's say the, let's say hot wax is real. It's not just a sign that lights up that charges you an extra ten dollars. But um, so let's say let's for this for these purposes, let's imagine that it's a, a real thing. Uh, so I mean, a, a car wash that costs twenty one or twenty two or twenty three dollars every Pesach shouldn't be sixty seven dollars. You know, plus tax. You know, seventy four dollars and forty four cents. And that's no, what, it that's definitely what, that's should what he, have been. That's what he was. That's he was telling us to watch out for, and to report it. No, I, I agree. Report. I agree. It, uh, I agree. Well, listen, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to come across like I am talking down about these pop up car wash businesses. I just think that, like, a personal level, and I'm not like a stingy guy who doesn't spend money on things. Right. But I think it's. I think. I think it's crazy if you have two cars, you're going to spend. You're going to spend a hundred and sixty dollars. On washing two cars, that's. Um, I was. I mean, like I, on a similar in a similar vein. I mean, uh, I was in the supermarket on on Sunday. Uh, I happened to just pass down the aisle uh, where the shmurmatza is. I wasn't looking for shmurmatza because, as you know, we are we are going to be away for Yantif, so I'm not going to be buying shmurmatza. But I passed by the shmurmatza aisle and I saw forty five dollars a pound uh, of shmurmatza, uh, or seventy five dollars for a uh, two pound box. That's well, uh, the important question, Abba, the important question is, is how much was it for the containered salt water for the Seder? Oh, listen, I, 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 there was one time that I, you know, now for the last few years, you could buy the 10 pieces of bread that are wrapped in, in, um, what is it called? Saran wrap or something that you could put That's out. That's not as crazy. That's not as crazy to me. No, but, That's not as but, crazy but, to but, me. but you could, but you could put, you could take, you could open up the, the, the package and you could put the 10 pieces already wrapped in uh, plastic, you could put them out so you could go through the Badikas Hamid's uh, procedure, uh, Badikas Hamid's process. This year will be on a, a Tuesday night. Uh, I remember yeah. one year I went into a store during Chalamoid and those pieces were still hanging on the rack, you know? So they forgot to take them down. So uh, we brought it to. Do you have any, uh, do you have any like Pesach stories, Pesach Hamid stories? In all your years of like, oh my gosh, like we found a shawarma underneath the couch, mitalafa, like no, this is an issue. No, I, I remember when I was a kid in, in Crown Heights, I was in the in the grocery store on Kingston Avenue uh, on Chalamaid and they had, a, they had a delivery guy, you know, that he wasn't, uh, he was a delivery guy, you know. He had all the qualifications to be a delivery guy. And um, I mean, he walked in... Uh, and he walked in with a sandwich wrapped in uh, like a like a plastic bag, and he put it right into the refrigerator behind the behind the counter. And the woman behind the counter went nuts about uh, what, what the guy was bringing chametz into the store, and you know, and and just uh, took it out and tell him to get out with it right away. So I mean, that's uh, one of the uh, stock memory that I have about yeah. uh, about chametz. Uh, other than that, I don't think we had any uh, any big disasters uh, in 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 those terms. I mean, I I like I I wrote last week. I think uh, I I watched uh, how Pesach has evolved over the years. I mean, I remember Sadarm when you couldn't. There was no soda with a kosher Pesach hechsher uh, uh, on it. All, all you could drink, mm, really? all you could drink is you could drink seltzer, and then I don't know, maybe maybe when I was about ten, eleven. Somebody introduced the idea of cherry syrup, so you could pour yourself a cup of seltzer and put cherry syrup in, and that's what you could drink on uh, uh, on Pesach. And then I think the Cornell Soda Company was one of the first to make uh, you know Kushla Pesach ginger ale and celery soda and uh, 
And uh, I don't know what. Uh, I don't know. The Coca-Cola is always an issue. Samir's Coca-Cola has a Kushla Pesach marking on it. And Samir's Diet Coke doesn't. Uh, you know why that is? Yeah. Why is that? Why is that? Oh, is that because they Coca-Cola has a secret formula, and they, they don't want to tell anybody the formula, including the rabbi that has to give the hashkacha. So if you can't give them the ingredients, and you can't give them the formula, then then you can't give your hashkacha. So sometimes it's kosher Pesach, and sometimes it's not. Yeah, maybe. I, I hear that, but back to the car washing thing for okay, a second. back to the car wash, yeah. I would say that many Jews get their car, the interior of their car, washed once a year, and that's Arab Pesach. What is the craziest thing that has been found inside of your car in the Arab Pesach car wash? And I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. I remember sitting in the driveway. Nissen was getting, I think, his car washed or his wife's car, Shana's car washed, and they pulled out a full slice of pizza. Yeah. Underneath, listen. He's saying the, the driver's he's seat. He's saying you found the full slice of pizza in your car on Pesach. No, uh, no, no, before Pesach. Before Pesach, at a car wash, right? Dude, it wasn't a full slice. Nachi likes to exaggerate a lot. It was. It was a full it was a, slice it was probably like of a pizza. Half a slice of pizza. He says a full slice. It was of pizza. under the seat. And when you have toddlers, yeah, when you have, when you have kids. a toddler in yeah. your car, yeah, they throw food around. Yeah, you have to watch out. You, you got to watch out. But yeah. I do know a family, I'm not going to name anyone and don't name anyone, that was having matzo ball soup last year during the Seder. Yeah. And they were walking into the kitchen, and one of the kids just glanced at the box, and it said outright on the box, not, not for, for Pesach. Not for Pesach, not for Pesach. And they were all sitting around their soup, and they're like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, this <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's problematic. You'll tell me later who it is. Okay, okay? I probably know them. Um, but, but how do you how do you how do you lose a half a slice of pizza? Was it a half a slice of pizza? It was not. I, it was not a full <laughs> slice of pizza, and it was not last year either. What kind of pizza was it? It was not last year. Plain pizza. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't spinach pizza because it would have smelled really bad. Oh. Listen, um, uh, yesterday, yes, yesterday. By the way, yesterday. You know, I have. We have we're in, we're in a building here where that used to be a mall decades and decades ago. So every office has glass glass windows like a, like a store would have, and our yeah. our windows are glazed over so you can't look in. But they're not glazed they're not glazed down to the uh, to the bottom. So it's like a foot from the floor to where the the uh, the glazed part of the glass starts. Anyway, someone came into my office yesterday from Mincha and said, uh, "Oh, by the way, did you realize you have a?" A box of uh, crackers uh, uh, right behind your uh, your uh, filing cabinet that you can't see because it's between the filing cabinet and the window. And you know, rest assured, I went to take a look in that little spot. I never would have seen that. It was a box of uh, I don't know what it's called, some kind of uh, crackers. There's snackers. Nachi left them there. Snackers. You know what? No, one second. Your office does really does not have good. Like you guys don't have good snacks. Well. Um, Listen, uh, we we have we have uh, people have good lunches there. Uh, they usually go out. They 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 order out um, breakfast and lunch. Today today we're gonna have a big lunch because there's uh, beside you know what there's another guy who davens mincha in my office every day who works here in one of the stores on Central Avenue, and he has your his mother passed away the same day as my mother six years ago. Really? And her, and his mother's name was Rosa. I want you to know. So what? Yep. And <laughs> so, and the Levi was the same day, and she was also buried in Eretz Yisrael, and um, so we have that in common. So we're going to split up into two minyanim today. So we're campaigning to have twenty people uh, downstairs uh, for the uh, for the minyan. 
Do we have any update on whether or not Donald Trump is getting arrested today? Uh, he's not getting arrested today. He's not getting arrested today. Uh, you said is yes. That, is that confirmed? Yeah, he's not getting arrested. He's not getting arrested today. It's a very, it's a very complex issue. The uh, the the House Judiciary Committee sent a letter to uh, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, who who already had the opportunity to indict Trump two times and passed on it because he didn't think it was much of a case. And uh, they mm-hmm. they want him to come testify before the Judiciary Committee. They want to find out if whatever he's doing now is being coordinated with the Department of Justice in Washington and with the Biden administration. It's a very serious what's going on here. Trump, uh, and, and besides, whatever they're... Uh, Whatever they're accusing him uh, of, of paying someone to uh, be quiet uh, back in uh, 2016, there's something called the statute of limitations, which means that after a certain yeah. amount of time, you can't uh, prosecute for that crime. And uh, whatever they're suggesting that he did, uh, the statute of limitations has already expired. So it's really just about uh, trying to besmirch his name further. And it's a democratic uh, calculation to derail the uh, the the Trump uh, campaign uh, for president, but they should know from past experience that it's only going to embolden him and strengthen him. It's not going to it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You know. Well, I, I see I see somewhere here on Twitter that uh, all NYPD officers, including plainclothes detectives, have been ordered to wear their full uniform starting at 7 a.m. today on Tuesday ahead of a possible indictment of Donald Trump, according to CBS News. The Port Authority has also been reportedly warned that the possibility of a car caravans could disrupt rush hour traffic, including traffic in bridges and tunnels. Um, So So if they're going to to do that, they should do it and get it over with, you know. Get it over with, do it, and then if there's going to be a trial, it's not going to be for a year or two. It'll probably be in the middle of the uh, presidential campaign. Uh, for for 2024, uh, so uh, you know, this this is just one step in the whole process, the actual right. uh, arresting and booking. Let 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 them do it. You know, the, the news media profits the most from all this. It was very exciting for the news to see a celebrity, uh, you know, getting arrested. Uh, but yeah. uh, you know, after after he gets arrested and people say, "Oh my God, look what did he do?" The next day they feel like, "Oh, whatever he did was not right with how they treated him." So they can go from yeah. cheering on his arrest and his indictment to uh, supporting him, whereas they may not have supported him before. Um, yeah, and today, today, today is—I think it was either today or yesterday. I think it's today. Baron Trump's birthday. Oh, happy birthday! How old is he? 17. Wow. Wow. He started out as a little boy. Uh, uh, don't don't we all? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. We all started out as little boys. Uh, but 17. 17 is an adult out there today. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and check what else is going on in the world. Um, I see over here, Bechazdeh Hashem, the Shin Bet foils a major shooting attack in Yerushalayim. A terror cell in the Gaza Strip planning major terror attacks in Israel, including a shooting attack in Yerushalayim in the coming days, was uncovered recent, in recent weeks uh, by the Shin Bet. Uh, joint operation by the IDF, the Shin Bet and Israel police uncovered its terror cell led by two residents of Rafah, a city in the southern Gaza Strip. Ayman Youssef, Yosef Kalik Zakut, 31 years old, and Mohammed Zabri Aram, 40 years old, are members of the Popular Resistance Committees, a terrorist organization funded by Hamas and Hezbollah. And according to the Shin Bet, uh, these two individuals 
Um, they are they recruited Palestinians in the Huda and Shomron and provided them with training and weapons to carry out attacks against the Israeli targets. Mm-hmm. Um, the network was under covert surveillance at all stages of planning, and Chazde Hashem was exposed before any of its plans could be carried out. That's via Yeshiv World. Um, they're they're pretty cool. The well, Shabbat Mossad, they listen, they're good at yeah, what they do. Israel's gonna have to crack down, you know, reluctantly. They they don't want they don't want to they don't want to uh, disturb the the status quo, even though it's not a good status quo. The but status quo is terrible. I, was, uh, I mean, it's not a good status quo. I was reading this morning uh, that someone did an interview with David Stern, who was shot on Sunday uh, from his uh, hospital bed in uh, Bailenton Hospital in Petah Tikva. And uh, he was describing how he was coming down the road, uh, passing by Huara. Uh, he was on his way to Yerushalayim, as you described it yesterday, as you described it. And he's a, a self-defense guy. He has a uh, former Marine. And uh, like you said, he lived in Far Rockaway at one point. He lives in Israel with his wife and kids who were in the car uh, with him. And the way he described it today, he says he was driving down this, this the roadway uh, that goes through Huara, and the Palestinian uh, was crossing in front of him. So as a matter of courtesy, he was letting, he stopped his car to let him cross. But he saw he didn't see both hands of the guy. He saw one hand was under his jacket. So he suspected right away that something was not good. He says that... They both started shooting at each other at about the same time. So as soon as he saw they can't wow. see the, as soon as he saw that he can't see the the Arab's hand, he went for his gun, and they, he says they about started shooting at the same time. And you know, it's just by Chazdei uh, Hashem that he wasn't killed. Mere inches, mere inches, mamash, mere inches. Hashem is great all the time. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say? This is my signal to you that we're wrapping up the episode. Yeah, no, 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 I appreciate it. I appreciate that I'm not finding out that you're wrapping up the episode when you say uh, that's uh, uh, the conclusion of today's episode. But uh, no, I'm uh, I'm good. Uh, I think that we covered everything we wanted to cover today. And uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow, God willing. Listen, if there is if there is an arrest of Donald Trump today, perhaps myself and my father We'll put out, we'll put out another. We'll break in. We'll, we'll say that. We'll break. We'll have in. another. We'll have a special episode of, of Daily Thread tonight. If Donald Listen, Trump is Nahi, arrested, to break down Nahi, the news. Nahi, you know, uh, he, th- th- this is what what you're seeing now is is political and judicial uh, dumbness, because like Elon Musk said on Sunday, uh, arresting Donald Trump guarantees him a landslide victory in 2024. The American people have seen what this is about, and they don't like it. Well, we shall see. Hopefully, we won't see you with a special edition episode tonight um, because that means Donald, the, the Donald, have been arrested. Um, although, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a bad thing if he gets arrested. We don't want that to happen. Okay. Not on Barron's birthday. Not on Barron's birthday. Anyways, thank you for listening and continued. watching The Daily Thread. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Please leave a review, subscribe to our podcast, whether on YouTube or Apple, Spotify, and we hope to see you again with another episode tomorrow. Have a good day. Adios. Bye-bye.